0: Walk around with my chest out of my skin smooth I'm healthy I'm in a mix and I'm handshaking but most of y'all can't What's going on guys? My name is Mark Anthony Joe and uh, and this is the Joe Brothers Podcast. Um, if you're a regular listener, you will notice Matt's absence. Okay, Matt is not here with me today. Um, but instead, I actually have um, our first our first guest, our first guest here on the Joe Brothers Podcast and it's um, a really close friend of mine, to be honest, but um, if you guys uh, have heard me talk about it before, um, you know, not only am I really excited to start having some guests on the show, but, you know, just to reiterate, you know, something that is really, really, really at the core of my own, like, personal mission in life, right, Um, is inspiring people to To just realize their own potential and to um, to kind of come to the realization that I experienced uh, when I was quite frankly still sitting in a prison cell, which is that you know we're 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 all capable of doing and becoming you know, absolutely anything that, that that we could potentially, you know, aspire to do or become, anything that we're willing to sacrifice and work for. And, um, and every single day in my job, you know, I come into contact with people who, um, you know, they work this job or that job, or they've, you know, kind of uh, followed the, the path that society has laid out for them. They graduate from high school and they go to college and they get a safe job. And then they end up, you know, working their job, honestly, just uh, for the security and the safety and and just to be able to pay their bills. And And I feel like I, I just detest the part of our culture that reinforces um, the the belief um, that that's how life is supposed to be, right? That that's like that's part of being adult and adult is just getting a job just to pay your bills, and that you know, we have our job, which is our work life, that we spend, you know, 40 to 60 hours a week doing, and then we work just to be able to have and enjoy our free time. You know, like I I absolutely detest that mindset because Um, You know, for five and a half years, I sat in prison um, just literally just just daydreaming and fantasizing about what I would do with my days if I was free. You know, like what what would I do? What would I spend my days, my time doing if I if I had unlimited options with how I spent my time today? I would literally sit in prison writing about it, thinking about it, meditating about it, journaling about it, what you name it. And I decided back then that, man, I, I'm i never, when I get out of this place, I will never waste another day. I will never waste another day doing anything that doesn't really like fill my cup up, anything that I'm not passionate about, that I don't really... Uh, love doing. there's too many there's too many things to do. There's too many things to do. there's too many ways to make money. there's too many ways to spend your time. Um, am I gonna say that everybody can just pursue their passions and you know become millionaires and live like the lavish life? No, but I decided back then that it was more important to me. To live a life of passion and purpose than it was to you know be quote unquote successful by other people's definition, and so since then you know not only have I committed myself to living a life of passion and purpose, um, but I I really do I like I, I found a happiness after I made that commitment to myself, um, you know that I just I just don't know if most people. You know, have, experience, have, have experienced it. Like That's just the truth. And so something that I feel very, very strongly about now, um, and, and it's quite frankly, I mean, if you know what I do for work, then you know that this is literally something that I do. I hunt these people down and I try to inspire them um, to see to see what they're capable of. I see it. I know it. Like, dude, I'm just some, some kid from, you know, from upstate New York that spent five and a half years in prison. I had to start my life over from scratch with zero dollars, zero education, zero job experience, nothing uh, at 25 years old. And here I am, you know, here I am running the podcast and you guys listen to it, right? So if I can do it, and if I can make something of myself, and if I can, um, you know, blindly just follow my passions and make it work. You know, I know for a fact that anybody could do it. Anybody could do it. And, and so needless to say, um, my entire social circle now is filled with these people who at some point, somehow, for whatever reason, um, caught a glimpse of their own potential. And they, they found what recently I was reading in, in, in the book that I'm reading lately. It's called Think Like a Month. Uh, he talked about like finding your Dharma, right? Finding that thing that 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 not only makes you happy, but that you are also really good at, that solves a problem, that fills a void or um, satisfies a need that exists in society and other people's lives. And when you find something that you naturally excel at, that you enjoy doing, and that also solves a problem or fills a void or um, satisfies a need that exists in society, that's where um, you find yourself where I'm at you know, where you get to wake up every single day and be excited about what you get to do and be excited, wake up with a sense of urgency because you are living uh, what you genuinely feel like you were born to do, you know, and and I just, man, there's just something incredible about not only hearing uh, people's stories who uh, somehow, some way discovered Um, That for themselves, but there's just something incredible also about spending time around people like that. You know, it's, it's some people they they give they give me shit, they give Matt shit, especially our family members. Like, man, you guys work all the time. You don't do anything other than work. You just you need a vacation. You take your life too seriously. Blah 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 blah. And my response to those people is always like i I literally don't know what else I would do I can't I literally cannot think of a better way to spend my time than doing what I do every day like if you can if you can help me come up with a better way to spend my time, I will gladly do it but man it just it just fills my cup every day to do what I do every day and so. You know, without further ado, I have a guest on our show today who is one of those people, you know, who um, who did follow the path that society lays out for you. You know, just small town, uh, grew up in a small town, you know, graduated, went to state school, uh, I believe, Um, you know, again, graduated with a with a good degree, um, moved on, got a got a regular ass job and then just happened to stumble upon, um, something that she really enjoyed doing that filled the need that solved the problem. Um, and that, and that filled her cup up, you know, it completely changed her life. And, and not only did it complete, completely change her life, but her having the courage to follow her, her heart, right. And, and pursue what she was passionate about doing. It actually ended up changing and impacting, thousands of other women's lives in a in a in a really positive way too and so without further ado i'm going to introduce our first guest ever on the joe brothers podcast her name is lexi j wellness or lexi johnson (laughs) sorry that's what i know her as um lexi how you doing
1: good thank you i'm pumped to be here
0: yes i am freaking pumped to have you so why don't we start out with you just honestly just um You know, I want you to I want you to share your story. You know, I think that's a really um, important piece of of like just building context around like, why are you on the show? And and not only that, but but going back to um, really one of the things that I aspire to do, which is just help. Your average person realized that, like you know, they're they're capable of so much more than they give themselves credit for, and um, and even though it's scary, it's not it's not necessarily difficult to start doing something that you're passionate about. So I think that you telling your story from you know kind of where you grew up, you know, and then the process after that, and what led you to start Lexi J Wellness. Um, I think that not only does it build context for the show, but it also Um, you know, I think that there's some relatability to be found in it. So I I would love to hear it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So if there isn't one thing I am, it's certainly relatable. Um, I I grew up in a super, super small town, as Mark mentioned, Um, like population of 400. I graduated high school with like 20, 21 kids. Um, And like he said, I went to a state school. I went to the University of Missouri. Um,
0: Hang on, hang on, (laughs) hang on. 21 kids in your graduating class?
1: Twenty one. Yeah. (laughs) Twenty
0: one. She guys, she's been telling me this whole time that she's like some, you know, stud basketball player. No shit. (laughs) No shit. You could have one arm and be the star player at a school that graduated twenty one.
1: Well, let's be clear that we've played one on one. So we have already disclosed who the stud basketball player is. Um, So, yeah, I graduated super small school. I went to Mizzou um, and I think my first lecture hall, there was like more kids in that class than my entire high school, or my my entire town almost. There's like 300 kids in that auditorium. And I remember looking around and I was like, holy shit. Like it was, it's a culture shock, but it was definitely something I needed. It was awesome. Um, and like you said, I got a, a degree in health science and minor in psychology. It's honestly, it was more of a degree that I needed to get another degree. So graduated, um, I graduated in three years and got married. I, um, Moved about north of Kansas City about an hour if you guys are familiar um, with Missouri but I live in St. Joseph, Missouri um, and I honestly I substitute taught high school as a 21 year old for a year um, so the kids that I was teaching did not take me seriously whatsoever I was not passionate about it at all but I had a, a mountain of student debt that I I really needed to, to start chipping away at and honestly I did that for um for about a school year and I was miserable. I hated it. I was incredibly unfulfilled and also I I felt like a drain on my household because I wasn't making any sort of contribution or really any dent in the the debt that I had already acquired. Um, So I googled what is a job that makes decent pay um, that I could get another degree in. And I went to do an accelerated program for dental hygiene. Um, so I went to dental hygiene school in Kansas City. I was driving about an hour. Um, and throughout that whole time, I've I've always been super active, just kind of working out on my own. Um, and about that time when I was graduating and got a job as a dental hygienist, that's when, you know, the pandemic happened, kind of shut the world down. Uh, so it shut my gym down. And I had previously just been working out on my own, like honestly terrified to ever share any sort of workouts on my own uh, on my Instagram or anything. But when the pandemic happened and everyone was working out from home, like with makeshift equipment, I literally had like Facebook Marketplace dumbbells. And I was like, okay, I mean, we're all in this together, so so I might as well um, put out what I've got going on. So I, I remember I think I posted on my story specifically because I knew that it would at least be taken down in 24 hours and it would be erased from everyone's memory. (laughs) Uh, It was probably up for like two hours and I deleted it. And I honestly – I got some pretty good feedback and people are like, oh, yeah, I mean, I saved that workout. I've been doing it because, I mean, I'm working out in my basement also. Uh, And it was cool, but, again, terrifying. So I was still working working as a dental hygienist. I was driving an hour and I just started – getting the courage to start putting myself out there as far as, as posting on social media. Now, if you follow me, um, I don't really shut up. So my, my courage is definitely,
0: hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're going a little fast. You're going a little fast. So like when you say posting on social media, what exactly were you posting on social media?
1: I mean, I was just like, just at home workouts, just with dumbbells and that's about it. Like,
0: Got it, got it. And I've seen these at-home workouts. So so also, like, take a second here. You already mentioned, like, the Facebook Marketplace dumbbells. But also, like, you know, take a, a – guys, I'm going to kind of give you a preview of where we're going with this. So so now what Lexi J Wellness is and what this business uh, that Lexi runs has turned into is um, like an, an exercise program, uh, if you will. Like, picture, like, Beachbody where, like, Sean T would be, like, working out in front of you and you would and you would work out in your living room along with sean T, right? Uh well now you know there's thousands of women who who work out with Lexi on their TV like that, right? Um, but but how it started, <laughs> um paint a picture of what the dungeon, the original dungeon, looked like. And I mean, guys, this was her set for her videos, okay, on the interweb. Okay, people found these videos and decided for some reason. Man, you know what? I want to work out with her. Okay, so I need to. I need to kind of get a full visual of what the dungeon looked like in the beginning.
1: Yeah. So when I say relatability, that's what we're after here. So the entire basement was like. Um, like concrete walls to begin with. I, I joked that it literally looked like a, a scene from Saw. Like, it was bare walls. I am, like, the only fixture there. If there was, like, a creaky light swinging from the ceiling, like, that's about it. And eventually, we got some studs on the wall, but extremely, extremely basic, just me a yoga mat and some dumbbells um, and I kind of went with it like honestly the women that worked with me embraced it and I was saying you know if I can do it in this janky setup so can you you absolutely can Um, and I think that that's honestly like that authenticity is kind of what we started gaining traction and like Mark mentioned now um, we've got about 1100 members from 45 states and I think five countries uh, which is incredible Um, so I was doing that for a little bit as a dental hygienist and I was able to go full time for a little bit.
0: Hold on, hold on. Again, again. She's skipping some some really, really important details. And actually some one in particular that I do want to highlight and hone in on, which is like, you know, talk a little bit about um like what the what the overlap was like, right? Cause I feel like I feel like there's so many people out there who they have this thing that they're really passionate about, that they love, they wish they could make money doing it. And I feel and, and and the guys, you know, just keep in mind, this is what I do for a living. As I try to, as I try to help people make this transition from what they're currently doing to what they really want to do, right? And so I've witnessed this so many times where, like, they just they want to make that transition so bad, but they have this illusion. They have this fantasy in their mind. Like there's just going to be a day where they're going to be able to stop doing what they're currently doing and just go all in on their passion. And all of a sudden like the the income replacement is going to be there. So like talk a little bit about like, you know, how that, that was not the case for you. Like what did the, the actual buildup of Lexi J wellness look like? What was your, your actual career and job looking like at the time, your day-to-day, your commute, all that stuff. Like I think those are relevant details because it will dispel some people of this fantasy that like it's just gonna be a clean cut switch and then one day they're just gonna be able to wake up and voila you can do what you're passionate about. Cause that's that's just not the case.
1: No, absolutely not. It would have been awesome to if it were the case, but like I said, my commute was about an hour and I would wake up about four AM um, jump on, like, turn on my my camera, start recording a workout. I would then have a an hour commute, and um, no one tell my mom, but I would be on my phone, like, responding to messages and emails throughout my hour commute. I would get to my job as a dental hygienist, and um, I had patients at the top of every hour. I would try to finish them as fast as I could, and then I would hop on my phone or my laptop in between patients and. I would be in the break room responding to messages and responding to emails and engaging in post-workout comments just to make sure. um, I mean, I'm really big on community and camaraderie. And at that time when everyone was working out from home and they really like there was a sense of social isolate isolation that I was facilitating a community and kind of filling that void that they weren't getting elsewhere. So I recognized that and kind of dove in there um, as an opportunity to to really expand and make it more than just an at home workout for them Uh, so I was taking calls over my lunch break and responding to messages and emails between every patient and then when I would drive an hour home I would do the same thing and I would spend every waking hour from the time I opened my eyes to close my eyes you know making that happen
0: and how long did that, how long did like that period last where you're just like 4am till nine ten pm every single day answering, you know, comments, DMs, phone calls, emails, you know, every spare moment of the day. How long did that period last?
1: That was about 10 months straight um, before I was able to go full time. And I honestly, like 10 months in the grand scheme of things is, is not a huge amount of time, but man, it it drug on. And 4 a.m. comes very early when you're responding to messages until 11, 11.30 at night. Uh, but it was worth it. And I, it was something that I was actually passionate about. I I wanted to spend all of that extra time on it. I mean, cleaning teeth helped me pay off a little bit of debt. But ultimately, like, it wasn't something I was passionate about. Um, and I was able to, to contribute to to something larger than myself, getting to to work with these women and it gave gave me a taste of what I could do. And like Mark had mentioned, you know, just once you get a glimpse of your potential and your your capability, then once I got a taste, then I that's all I ever wanted to do.
0: I think it's I think that there's you know so much value in hearing like what that process looked like. Um, you know, just again because because one is it's important to know for ten months straight, you know she was driving an hour to work, working an eight hour shift, and then driving an hour home, and still making it happen around then. And um, and you know, there's there's I, I would imagine that you had zero social life. Um, maybe even your relationship was a little bit rocky. Um, you know, I mean it's just. You know, for real, like, I, I mean, it's just my imagination. I don't know. She's never she's never said that to me. But like, you got to imagine, like, I, I've been through this process myself when I was building a business and there was no room for anything else. There was no time for anything else. Your friends get put on the back burner. Your family gets put on the back burner. Um, and 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 here's the the caveat is that there's no go. there's no guarantee that it's going to work. Like, there's no there's there's a there's a gradual buildup and progression. I'm sure that Lexi, I, I mean, I'm sure that you. Um, saw yourself making progress and you saw the opportunity here, but like, what about uh, when the lockdown ends? Like maybe these women just go back to their gym and they don't want to continue doing my workouts or, um, you know, what if they get sick of them or uh, who knows what, right? Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just scary. It is, it's scary. There's, there's no, there's no beating around the bush. There's no, um, there's no other way to put it. You know it is absolutely terrifying, especially when you are investing all of your spare time, energy, effort, and and even money that you are investing in this business um, with no guarantee. But you know, she said, you know, I'm really glad I did it. It paid off. I bet you that the women that are now a part of this amazing community are really, really glad that you stuck it out as well. So another thing that Lexi is really, really big on, uh, she actually has a tattoo on her arm uh, that is symbolic of this this concept is you're really big on like the domino effect. Like, um, you talk a lot and you use that, that analogy a lot of, of dominoes. Um, yeah, just expand on that.
1: Yeah. And I feel like, like you touch on it a lot, you and Matt and your typical podcast and just talking about, um, you know, the power of compound effect and compound effort and just the little things you do each day, adding up and really, really making up the the biggest difference. And I had read it in a book at one point. It's called The One Thing. Uh, it's by Gary Keller. And I can't even remember how he phrased it, but it just stuck with me uh, to the point where I needed it embedded in my skin forever. Um, just talking about, you know, the things you do today, it not only impacts what you do, you know, tomorrow, but it's also making that tiny ripple that's going to impact the person you are a month from now and a year from now. And it even expands into the people closest to you. Um, so when I get to work with women who, you know, women, especially, especially moms who it's hard to take that time to kind of pour into their own cups. And it's often seen as selfish when you're a mom and you've got a million things on your plate to, to take 30 minutes out of your day to, to work out and um, to just better themselves and really dive in on that sense of self-care. But they don't understand. And what I kind of try to, to get across to them is that by doing so, you're not only creating that domino effect in your own life and your own health, but you're also doing that for your kids and for your, your significant other, you are dominoing into their, the way that you speak to yourself and the way that you speak to them is going to ripple into their lives and their other interactions. Um, and it's pretty cool how my community is really bought into that. Um, but it's the, I mean, the ripple effect, the butterfly effect, it's the same thing. Uh, but yeah.
0: Got it. So, so another, you know, question that, that comes to my mind is like, okay, for me, like if somebody asked me like, what's your mission, you know, I've already, I've already kind of, uh, touched on it a little bit here on this podcast, but you know, I, I would say that the most important message to me, is don't waste any days like don't don't waste any days don't settle for a day that is any less than 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 a day that you that a day in the life for you should be you know um figure out how to how to create a scenario where you get to wake up every day and live you know like not just not just be alive and um you know do what you're passionate about follow your heart um take risks, you know, like for me, it's don't waste any days. Okay. Um, what's your mission? You know, what's the most important message for you to send both through your actions, um, through your service and, uh, through your words.
1: I think that it's sort of similar to that. Um, like not to take any interaction for granted to, to understand the impact that you make, um, something that I've seen on social media and, you know, people kind of joke about like people with smaller platforms acting like influencers. But, but I think that, that it's really important to recognize the influence that we all have in each other's lives. And I try to, to relay that into the people that I work with because, you know, those little things add up and the interactions that you have every day, whether it be with your kids, your significant other, your coworker, or that person at the grocery store, like that will domino into their day. So to not take those interactions for granted and to really understand the influence and the impact that you have, because um, we're all influencers to to an extent, as cheesy as that sounds.
0: No, it's true. Um, I remember, I distinctly remember, it's so weird how my brain works. I mean, you're pretty familiar at this point, but I remember the weirdest things. Like, I can't remember, I can't remember shit. Like if you tell me something last week, you know, Hey, remind me to, I can't remember that. Don't depend on me. I'm not dependable. Um, but I remember like weird things like quotes and things people say, or even things that I wrote. And I remember one time, uh, writing while I was still in prison, um, no matter who you are, somebody somewhere looks up to you, you know? And, uh, it's a very, you know, if not the same concept, um, all right, cool. And, and, you know, the person that you show up as every day, I mean, it's just, it's impressive. Like, it, it really is. Like, I know, I, I feel like watching you and knowing you and being a part of your life, it's kind of given me a little bit of, of a glimpse uh, as to, like, how people look at me. Yeah, for real. For real, like so many people, you know, kind of people like praise me or they'll, you know, say, hey man, you inspire me or man, how do you be, you know, how are you so disciplined? How are you so positive all the time? I get stuff like that, even though I'm not, I'm not positive all the time. I'm not, you know, all the things, right? Um, I'm a normal guy, just like everybody else. But I do get that from people. But I also feel that way about you. Like, man, she's always so positive. Like, you know, every, what you just said, you like truly live that every interaction uh, with somebody, whether they're a perfect stranger or somebody that's familiar to you, I've literally watched it, you know, and it's just, uh, Lexi has a way of just making people feel so valued. Um, she has a way of just being completely present with people. Um, and she has a way of bringing people together. I mean, her community, Lexi J wellness is like one of the coolest, most tight knit, Girl gangs—that's what she calls it. Girl gangs on the planet. Seriously, I mean, it's just—it's so impressive. And I've seen a lot of these uh, styles of business. Um, and so, I don't know. Have you always been this way? Like your your ease with people, your communication skills, like your confidence. Um, have you always been this way? And if not, you know, like, what are some of the things that you did? Um, to get from, you know, that girl that, that graduated, you know, from state school and didn't know what she was going to do to this woman who is, um, just so collected and, and, and intentional with your words, with your actions. Like what, what was that transition like? And, 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 do you have anything that you can share with people that might help them, um, start evolving?
1: Well, to start, thank you. That was incredibly flattering. I don't know that I agree with all of it. Um, But thank you. So it's funny you mentioned the confidence part because I would definitely describe myself as confident now. um, And I would have said, you know, I've always been pretty confident overall. But it's funny to go back and look at, you know, like first the initial videos that I posted uh, in that bare basement that's like concrete walls. And I you know, hopped in front of the camera so shy and sheepish. And looking back, I'm like, I don't even recognize that person anymore. Um, But to see myself grow, and ultimately, I think that it's a result of putting myself in that position where, you know, I was, it was sink or swim. And I specifically remember the first day that, that I went full time with my job. I had posted on social media and I said, here's to betting on myself. Um, And I was terrified. I expected that day to be so relieving and, I don't know, like, liberating, but I was terrified because I knew that there was a chance of failing. Um, But to your your point about just making people feel valued, I think that through this community, I have developed an awareness that, like, I may be the only source of positivity in this person's life. And, like, you know, to bring it back to that, not taking any interaction for granted – you don't know what that person's bringing into this this conversation. You don't know what she's carrying or what she's been going through. And I might be the only person that that is giving her that support and that reassurance and that um you know that encouragement. So, I think that having that awareness and understanding of my position in their life, it kind of empowers me to um you know, to carry on and and make sure that I am making that those interactions the best of their day and making sure that I'm not taking the easy route because I, def- I definitely have days when I don't feel positive and I don't want to do that. Um, but I do have that awareness that it could be the, the only positive interaction that that person gets. And I might be the only positive force in their life.
0: I love it. I, I, I love that. And I, and I, I mean, you know, whereas a lot of people can speak on things like this, like I can, you know, personally attest to the fact that you like literally show up like this every day. And it's, it's, it really is impressive. You know, I guess what I am more so asking is like, were there any like habits that you like intentionally cultivated? Were there any books that you read that like completely changed your life, your perspective? Like for me, the alchemist, like I read the alchemist and it just like it just changed me, like it really did, it's a child's book, but it is so good, Um, not only that, but like meditation was powerful for me, Um, uh, you know, that question, what does the absolute best version of me look like, contemplating on that, and journaling, you know, kind of just relentlessly, those things helped me so much um, on the way, right, on the journey to becoming who I am today, what about you, were there any, if not, no big deal, but
1: Yeah. So I, I mentioned one book earlier, the one thing by Gary Keller, and that kind of, it made it a lot more manageable in my head because when I thought, and I still think to this day, like every goal and aspiration I have, like I have a long way to go, but putting it into the sense of like, I can do one thing to get 1% better and I can, I can get a little bit closer each day and it makes it a lot more manageable and it, it helps me to, to stay energized and, to stay on track, but there's also I I love anything by Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, he's probably my favorite writer, and the book The Outliers. It talks about um, just very successful people in history, and it kind of talks about their unique circumstances. Um, not to say that they are special or more talented or anything, but like they just had a a an opportunity in time that they seized and they ran with it. And I felt like you know this pandemic offered a a small window where I could capitalize and I was going to run with it. And I've kind of been living that way since.
0: I freaking love it. I'm smiling so big because it's cool, man. I, I, Like literally nothing... Nothing makes me happier than like seeing other people take a chance and bet on themselves and win. You know, like I just I fucking love seeing people winning right now. Lexi's winning. Um, and it's not just Lexi. She's bringing so many other women with her. Um, all the ladies in Lexi J Wellness are winning. Lexi's winning. First form is, is winning because, of course, Lexi's, you know, Lexi's part of the the family. Um, and And I feel like I'm winning literally just being uh playing such a small role you know in in the process and and being able to witness it um so thank you Lexi for for being on um you know I I feel you know excited uh to to introduce you know our first guest to the to the people and uh I mean where can people find you Instagram you know what's your Instagram is there you know a TikTok or you know anything else um and then it, any last words that you have for people of course go ahead
1: yeah, so you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Lexi J Wellness. Um, like, although Mark <laughs> introduced me as Lexi J Wellness, my actual last name is Johnson. If you want to find me, uh, like on Facebook or anything else, but yeah, I just um, I'm after the largest, most positive domino effect I possibly can. I'm looking forward to the future. I've got a long way to go, but I'm gonna take it one domino at a time.
0: Well, thank you, guys. That's it. I hope that you enjoyed. And uh, just like I said on our last episode, like if you guys have uh, people, guests that you would like for us to have on the show. I mean, I just I freaking love talking to interesting people. So uh, just send them my way and I'll do what I can to get them on the show. But I am super excited about this episode. Thank you, guys, as always. And we will talk to you next time.